0: I feel like I have so many lifelines that I can call. Like I, I have a place to go. Like I, I have tons of cousins and aunts and uncles and um, your your family and my family and friends that I feel v- extremely involved in a community aspect of of support. Yeah, and, sure. um, and I don't think, I guess I've just never felt that before. Welcome back to show They Don't Tell You. I'm Nikki Limo. What's
1: up? It's the Crypto King.
0: The Ice Man.
1: Uh, Definitely Crypto King right now. The Ice Man. Definitely back to being Crypto King. Crypto
0: King. And welcome to the last episode of 2023. Well, there'll be two more episodes that are from the vault, some of our favorites that we will play for the last remaining uh, weeks of the year. But this is our last 2023 live episode or like, you know, real-time episode not live, but yeah, in the real time, as real time as we can make it. Yes. Um, and I just wanted to reflect on the year, I guess. I know it's a little che- Actually, we did a Thanksgiving episode that was similar in vibe, but I forgot to release it publicly. And by the time I realized that I forgot to re- release it publicly, it was like way past Thanksgiving. Perfect our patreon members got to see it so if you want to swing by there, patreon.com slash sticky s-t-i-k-k-i it was very heartfelt and also shout out to our patreon members for supporting the show we really appreciate you you've been a huge blessing and also have gotten some probably some huge blessings from crypto corner steve does crypto corner every week and things are exploding it's beautiful things are pumping happy for everybody um, and we're kind of just gonna talk about that. I guess the art the arch of the year. this is our the end of the second year we've had in Vegas. Yes, our second full year. Mm-hmm. We moved two years ago. And um, I feel like every year has been completely different And in its own way, yeah. And so I wanted to maybe like reflect on what what has been new about 2023
1: new i mean new is really just like i mean dude you know me like it's all about crypto for me right now and so for me new is just you know helping to shepherd people into this year like i told people like 10 months to make it last january um because it's all about what i pay attention to the most which is about the crypto cycle and you know it's it's easy to say things and there's a lot of crypto youtubers out there um, but I've been in this game for a long time, and I have a lot of experience. But but you, you're always just saying things until they happen, right? Mm-hmm. So, you know, there's always going to be skepticism from people or whatnot. But yeah, ten months to make it. I called the bottom last, um, you know, two Novembers ago. I said that that was the crypto bottom. It was. It's just about the cycle, right? I just follow the cycle. I, a lot of people get hung up on a lot of metrics, and I think zoomed in on a lot of things that really don't impact um, crypto as much as people think that they will. Um, But getting, yeah, the change into this year was all about 10 months to make it, all about taking advantage of these lows. And man, bless you guys in Crypto Corner, dude. Seriously, like you guys, the people who did that are changing their lives right now. And it's super humbling, super awesome to see. You know, I know this sounds maybe like a repeat to some of you because um, this happened before as well. But like the fact that people who were riding with us last run got killed with us with when Luna got attacked by SBF Alameda and then we, we came back. Like a lot of people got their Luna losses back already. Mm-hmm. And that's and this is the start of the run. So right. like, it's just so awesome to see my riders getting um, their due and um, it's super humbling. Most humbling thing ever. Just helping people win for themselves, change their lives. Two summers with me and you changed your whole life forever. Like how, how crazy is that?
0: Yeah, that's pretty crazy. I like how when I ask you what's new in 2023 you go straight to crypto like I was thinking more general sense but you go it's a war yeah, babe it's a war you are it's a war. definitely in the trenches of the crypto life I, am, I was I would have said if I was you I got a new tattoo
1: I did get a new tattoo
0: yeah yeah, <laughs> like things like that very different
1: yeah my brain doesn't think like that it's I'm I am all in on the run
0: yeah yeah got I can to, tell gotta nail it you're very passionate very passionate person damn right I mean, for me, I'm like my whole life feels new this year. I haven't felt this way. And I talked about this on the Thanksgiving episode. Sorry, I messed that up. But um, I I haven't felt this exact way since 2011, 12-ish, where I was just thrust into a completely different industry while still trying to maintain the industry I was doing. So I was like auditioning all the time in 2012, but then um, got thrust into the YouTube world. Right. Um, And like I had already been in the YouTube world because I started in 2007, nine ish, like with Totally Sketched 2009. Um, But I didn't go full time into YouTube because I was more focused on acting. And so just like figuring out YouTube life and then making that my career was like a huge switch for my brain. And I remember it being like this where I was still grinding my audition life but i was also grinding like this new world that i was so new to but i knew a bunch of people and i was meeting a lot of people and i was socializing and um i feel like i haven't felt this kind of vibe of like newness and it looks like it people and events and gigs like completely different industry since 2012 Um, So I've been doing a lot of uh, commentating this year. I was commentating. I've been wanting to commentate since the end of last year. That was like one of my main goals was to do more poker commentating. I fell in love with it at the the end of last year, uh, the WPT at the win series that is currently happening now. They're in the middle of their main event with a $40 million guarantee up top, super cool series at the win. Um, I got to do some guest commentating last year for just an hour and I loved it. And uh, it was my second time commentating. And this year at the top of the year, I really made that a goal to like, I really want to commentate more. I haven't heard
1: you talk so glowingly about anything since acting.
0: Yeah, 100%. I, I would say, like, yes, the acting or stand-up comedy. St- yeah, poker has always same, reminded right. me of stand-up comedy. The vibe, the people, the the crowd. The Sometimes you're playing in immaculate venues like The Win, and sometimes you're playing in dusty dives like The Orleans or Commerce. Sure. But um, the spirit is the same of just, like, you're in there and you're grinding. Um, and I love that about both stand-up and poker. Uh, And then just to like, I feel like I've gotten whiplash from being flung from thing to thing to thing, but I was kind of like dipping my toes in so many different projects and companies and kind of feeling around to seeing who and what I like to work, work with and work on. And that's a very similar thing that I was doing in 2012 too. Just working with a lot of channels, doing a lot of collaborating. I was on Tipsy Bartender back then. I started working with him. I started working with
1: a gem of a human.
0: Yeah, I love love Sky. Um, He's the but man. It's kind of the same vibe where like it's a bunch of um, a bunch of different companies, and I'm hosting different things, doing similar things that I've done on YouTube, but in a completely different arena, um, and. Like, once I would think one thing was okay, I'm here, I'm stable in this one thing, it would just get flipped on its head and I would be on to the next thing. And it just kept happening over and over again. I kept, I've done a vlog intro for my vlog channel to relaunch my vlogs like five times throughout this year. I because think that's
1: maybe lowballing it. Each, I think it was more times than five.
0: Well, because each, no, I mean, that I sat down and actually like edited for hours, I would yeah. say even days. And then things would just be completely flopped. And then I'd have to start all over because the story changed. Because yeah. I, at the end of my story, I'd be like, and now I'm doing this. And like that wasn't happening anymore within a matter of like months. It's been moving fast. It's been moving really, really, really fast. A lot of whiplash. But I think um, I've kind of found some footing. And uh, I've been producing other podcasts. I was on Mr. Beast this year. Uh, that was really random. Um, I got a, a fish given to me.
1: That turned out to be one of the biggest changes for you this year, oddly it, enough.
0: Yes, hobbies wise, because for whatever reason, I always turn my hobbies into careers or jobs or gigs or, or, or whatever. Or obsessions so or whatever. So, like, worse. yeah, because like poker was like my hobby that I was like pretty into and obsessed with. And now it's like basically my life, um, you know, poker and poker media. And so
1: By the way, that is an understatement. Like, guys, I can't even tell you enough. Two years ago, Nikki like just barely started playing poker and the fact that she's like a known person in the poker community and she's like gonna be on this big show that Oh uh, yeah. Nobody knows about. Oh,
0: yeah. That was another huge thing that huge. happened.
1: That's probably the biggest thing that happened to you this year. Yeah. Even I, better than Mr. Was, Beast because it's in your field.
0: Yeah. That's that's coming out in January, February. I can't talk too much about it. No. But, yeah, I got to play with, this is all known information. I got to play with Phil Helmuth and Jennifer, Jennifer Tilly. Tilly and Arden Cho, Alan Keating. I was playing 100-200 like when am I ever playing stakes that big? That's right. insane. I got a little taste of it, and it was so fucking because they, fun. They paid
1: for your yeah. Brian. It was a free roll. Yeah.
0: I had to win. Um, I had to win a shootout tournament. So there were twenty different tables, and you had to beat your table basically. So I had to beat like nine people in a shoot a shootout tournament. And then from those twenty tables, so those twenty winners, they auditioned you through two separate interview cycles of auditions, and then I picked two people from that to do a $50,000 free roll into this high stakes arena game. It's going to be called the big game. It's sponsored by poker stars. It's on, that's going to be on their YouTube channel and I think on TV too. Yeah. But um, so you guys can check it out. I haven't gotten to update at all with vlogs, even though I've vlogged every single minute of this year. I mean, not every single minute, it's an exaggeration, but every single thing that happened to me this year, I have been vlogging it yeah, that's true. and I have been missing my vlog channels. A lot of people are like, I think Nikki hates her vlog channel. I think Nikki's burnt out on vlogs.
1: That's the one thing that no, she loves.
0: It's actually the one thing I miss so much yeah, and I've been trying doing. to get back to, but it's not like as simple as, oh, you're just not doing it. No, it's like, I don't have time to do anything no. this year, but I think that after going through everything I've gone through, I've kind of established what I think will be my footing to get back into it. And this is the same thing that happened in 2012. I started my vlog channel in 2013. Mm-hmm. In 2012, I, there's no way I would have been able to start a vlog channel because I didn't have my footing anywhere. I didn't have a solid acting gig booked. I didn't have a solid YouTube channel bringing in revenue. I was going from gig to gig to gig. And I there's no way I could have started my YouTube channel in 2012. But 2013, I kind of... Ha- had an understanding of how my life was operating, and then it was easy for me to pick up a camera and vlog it and get the editing done. Um, and I think that that's how next year will be, or at least I'm, I'm pretty optimistic. I think so. Yeah. I think so. I thought I was going to be able to vlog for vlogmas because i'm like insane i'm an actual psychopath and thought like hey i know i haven't had time to do one vlog a week or even a month but i think i'm gonna do every day in december and then i had to go to my grandma's funeral because as i was deciding this my my grandma passed away r.i.p to her RIP grandma to us I don't know if you're serious about that being an excuse. I'm it's... totally
1: I'm totally not serious. Okay. What the hell? That's insane. Your grandma died. But
0: I knew something was going to happen. <laughs> you think I'm serious about no, that? No, I don't know. Because you keep, you keep getting on me to, to edit my vlogs, but oh, I'm like, but it's that, not that no, easy. That is
1: legit, dude. That but was insane. Didn't
0: I tell you that every time I try doing it, something crazy comes out of nowhere? It's, it does. And, like, I've seen it. It takes I'm, me away. I'm
1: literally co-piloting this thing. It's wild Fucking to watch.
0: crazy. So no Vlogmas this year, but I'm pretty confident that next year I'll be able to really like balance this new poker career life and uh, my own personal content and vlogs because I I have been dying to get back to it. Um, But there's just been a ton of new stuff that's happened this year. And I am not built to just like do everything in a a balanced way.
1: Uh, Yeah, no, you're not.
0: Um, I take way too much on at a time. Yes. So I was just saying yes to everything. And you say yes to everything. Getting a taste. Want. I was getting it. And that's what I did in 2012 too. Like getting a taste for everything so that then you can say no to a bunch of things.
1: Yeah. But you know? there are some things where it's like you don't have to go to that birthday or whatever. But you know that it's it's all part of this grand new process similar to when we started YouTube. So that's why I completely understand it. But yeah. if I was on the outside looking in, I'd say you don't have to do that. You don't have to do that. You don't have that
0: well i mean there's things that i've missed because i just couldn't physically do it like um like i missed the players party this year i'd been dying to go because everybody's there and i really wanted to see everybody i've been working with with wpt i've been doing a lot with wpt this month um worked on we went to their meetup game as an ambassador did a sit and go as an ambassador did commentary this year um just awesome company and they had their players party at area 15 my favorite fucking place yeah. our favorite place yeah. and I I had just played poker three days straight, made the money of the Prime Tournament, um, which was an eleven hundred dollar tournament, but it was with a f- like one point five million up top. It was a five million guaranteed prize pool, but it way out did the prize guarantee. So it was like a ten million dollar prize pool or something crazy. Wow. So um yeah, it was. I played. I cashed my first 1K, which was kind of funny because I've cashed for a six-figure score before, but funny. that was still a six hundred dollar buy, and this was eleven hundred dollars. And like, I was playing that. So after playing that for three days in a row, um, I came home. I was gonna get ready for the players' party, and I just I sat on the couch and I passed. Yeah, you out. I just fucking crashed, and then uh, woke up at like nine the next. I slept for like twelve hours. When you
1: cash, does it mean you got eleven hundred back, or that and that's it?
0: uh you got the the min- the minimum was 1700 so you would get your 1100 back and then profit 600 got but it. i cashed for 2200 so oh yeah i um i got out 717 out of 10500 people Insane. we made history as being the biggest uh field for a $1000 buy-in wow. in history of poker So there's, I mean, a lot of cool stuff. So balancing poker media life where I was hosting with them, working with the win, also doing five days a week with the Only Friends podcast. I produced this poker podcast called Only Friends uh, with Matt Berkey. He's a a cash high stakes pro. Um, And then uh, there's some other poker players in the cast as well. Um, I I have been producing with them for the past like four months and that's five days a week every single day live so there's no stockpiling i'm working with them every day and they do like current real-time headlines in the poker space so i can't like pick out topics ahead of time or anything like that so it's it's very much kept me on my toes working with all these companies also i don't know if you're familiar with garrett adelstein i am okay so he was a high stakes pro on all the la live streams uh and there was a big controversy last That's year. That's why I'm aware of him. He thought he got cheated in a game. It did make it to the mainstream. <laughs> so, a lot of listeners might be familiar with this, but there was a very uh, notori- now notorious Jack Forehand at the Hustler Casino Live, and it caused Garrett Alstein to quit playing poker. Yeah. And so, he, he, he hasn't he cheated. He was a big live stream star. He thought he was cheated. He was convinced mm-hmm. he was cheated. It split the poker world in half.
1: He got the girl to give um, him his <laughs> money, the money back. back. Yep. Yeah.
0: And he donated it to a charity and she kind of got famous from it and has been yeah. like invited to all these streams after yeah. that. Like, cause everyone She's knows a big name yeah. But like, there's still a split in the community over whether or not he actually got cheated. Some people think he's being a baby about it. Some people think he definitely got cheated and was in the right.
1: I know people cause I know poker thanks to you, but also our neighbors. And like, I think almost everyone I know has gone back and forth on mm-hmm. this one. So it's pretty interesting.
0: It wasn't a cut and dry case. no. And so... He actually made. He said he was never coming back, but he just made his big return on Bali Live Poker and on WPT. So it was funny I was working with both of them, Mm. and but I was there uh, hosting all the player interviews for his big return game, and so I interviewed him there. And like all of this alone would be hard to do, but then keeping up with so they don't tell you and the vlogs on top of that, like there's just no way that I could. Do all of that and play in the tournaments themselves, which is actually important because people notice if you're, you know, not yeah. actually playing. <laughs> oh, and I was on a live stream. I was on Poker Night in America yep. during that too. I almost completely forgot. Wild. Almost like that's like an afterthought. And but by the yeah. way,
1: by the way, another little underrated note about this year, we actually got to hang out with Mark, who's our producer of many years. Yeah, allegedly.
0: That's allegedly. Um, but a mystical.
1: One of the One game. of the great things about Mark is. Talk about somebody who takes things off your plate. When we do something, we know we don't even have to think about it again because Mark is that good. Yes. Talk about like, it's like that is something you don't even have to think about again.
0: Yeah. I'm super thankful for that. So
1: grateful for Mark. You're the best, Mark. We love we you. We love you, Mark. He knows we love him.
0: We're sucking, it helps we're to sucking say. up right now. We're sucking up big time. Big time. <laughs> no, yeah, I definitely don't. It is it is a, a load off of not having to look back on,
1: right. on episodes that we've recorded. Um,
0: out of all of 2023, are there any key moments, favorite moments, highlights that that stand out to you?
1: Obviously, starting um, the year with you in Mexico was pretty cool. Yeah. Um, yeah. With our friends. That was really fun. Um, I, I think you and I always have a, a great communication skill of um, no matter what's going on or even how busy um, either of us is. We just have this ability to be on the same page like at all times, it's like really cool and beautiful and I'm very thankful for that.
0: Yeah, I actually have something to say about that later. Oh shit, well I don't yeah, want to step on your toes. Yeah, because it's okay. Um, you didn't know, I didn't give him a,
1: like, <coughs> she, a play by prompted. play of like um, what
0: we were gonna talk about but, but I'm glad you brought that up.
1: But no, it's something I think about a lot because I think if I, was, if I knew about our lives on the outside looking in, I would see that you're gone all the time, I leave every month, mm-hmm. like all this stuff. And I would go like maybe that, that that things aren't going so good or whatever. Right? Yeah. But man, that is the opposite. Like it. Like and maybe you're gonna say the the opposite later. Like I have a whole note yeah, about how I it have been, is
0: something I, I've been meaning yeah, to so get off my chest. So we will we'll wait for that. But
1: <laughs> no, it is like you built um you built like a boat. Yeah. That can withstand water and like you just don't even think about it like yep. Mark style. You just don't even think about it. You're just like this is like we built this and it's amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, and I really hope a lot of people out there uh, um, get to experience the kind of trust and love that we have for each other.
0: hundred percent.
1: We really can't emphasize enough how important it is to find someone who's not only on your level like that, but like also emotionally and spiritually, your love language, like that stuff. I, I never have a complaint about you ever.
0: hundred percent. I mean, obviously I've said I'm going to get into this later, but like there's a lot of breakups going on around us that yes. like um are kind of sad and and like you know there are people that we love all of them and mm-hmm. and they've been together a long time and um it's weird but being happy for them because just like with Joe and Jess, yes. uh, like the like, if you guys are new best listeners, example. there were a, there was a couple that we were very good friends with, and um, they broke up in our living room. And at the time, we said it was the best thing to happen to both yes. of them, and we were the only people saying that. Yes. And and a lot Everyone of the public else
1: was saying na na na. A lot of
0: the public got mad at us, being like, You're "You helped you help break him up," but you now they're in two separate relationships, so happy, yes. so so mm-hmm. happy. Um,
1: Every time I see Joe, he he thanks me about yeah, it. yeah,
0: and same with Jess, yeah. like and so what we love to see is people actually finding real love and yes. like believing in it again. Yes. Cause I think that sometimes if you've never experienced a real healthy relationship, you just kind of think everyone has a shitty toxic time. Exactly. Like after a certain point, it's like, Oh yeah, you just got to put up with their shit. Gotta like, you know, nobody's perfect. Relationships are hard. No re- relationships suck are hard. You suck it up. You, you, you commit to your vows and like, people whatever. Think it's,
1: it's like some Disney tale. And it's like, dude, first of all, it's not a Disney tale, but it's not like this. I don't know. People go like, "You're too idealistic about where, where a relationship is." I'm like, "No, dude, I'm living it." Bro.
0: Exactly. And had we stayed with our exes, which we were obsessed with, <laughs> yes, we were very much in love yes. with our exes. So just I thought, not knowing. Yes. So we thought. Yeah. So we thought because that was all we knew. Yeah. Right imagine I thought that's I, i've thought about uh, many times if they hadn't tipped me over the breaking point which was way too ex- i gave them so much mm-hmm. rope right mm-hmm. and like they just went the extreme and then broke up with me uh, like if that hadn't set me free hundred percent. I probably would have like done anything to try to save it. Married to like try to save it. Been really like upset all the time but being like, well, that's just how relationships are. And I never I don't know if I would have experienced like the real unconditional love that. That it was Disney, I guess, but yeah, it's, it's it's just actual. It's actually just healthy unconditional love, exactly.
1: And, and it's then, not Disney because Disney's boring compared to this shit. That's and what it I doesn't
0: mean. mean that you agree on everything either. <laughs> no. Like it doesn't Hell mean no. like oh you'd never get into arguments. No, it just means that you have a communication style where you're never enemies. Exactly. You don't resent each other. You tr- You have utmost trust in each other. There's a high integrity level, and you're just on the same page about things. And when and you we're don't,
1: we're on the same team. Yeah, we wear the same team jersey. Like yes. we don't wear, I don't wear Steve Jersey. She doesn't wear Nikki Jersey. Like when in, in, in an argument we're for the marriage, we're in yes. on the marriage. Yes. That's what people, I wish everyone could just understand that. It's so important.
0: Like, I can't tell you the amount of times I've been to like girls powwows or <clears throat> girls, girls weekends and everyone just uses it to get away from their partner to like vent to their girl ears about their partner. And I have nothing to contribute. And it's, it's. I want to tell them that it doesn't have to be that way. Either you can work on the unhealthy parts of your relationship and get on the same page and create a learning, uh, a language model that you both understand, and your life is so much better because of that, because then now you're actually both on the same team. Or you, you break up and you find someone that can get on the same page as you, but it doesn't have to be this like struggle bus every day. To feel loved and to even like or even like your partner
1: and we're not saying that breaking up's not hard we did the hard thing yeah the hard thing was done we did it it was hard it sucked but like the hard thing is what led us to the good thing so you so it does take you know the hard thing to get
0: and to, i don't i don't think it's ever too late like some of these yeah. people around us are like you know they're in their 40s they're and it's like they're back in the dating pool and and that's very scary that's like really scary but it's better than staying in a relationship that drains you. Exactly, that sucks your soul.
1: And that's the other thing too about Joe and Jess. Like I love them both. I truly do. Um, watching Joe with his with his wife Hannah is so beautiful yes like she loves the shit out of this yes dude. she loves him and I he loves her and it's just beautiful to see
0: no no one's looking for moments to oh, how can I get her back or how can no, I get him like, no resentment how can I like stab them like looking for opportunities to like get one up over on each I'm other I'm so
1: proud of him dude yeah I really he is a brother to me and I'm so proud of him for getting to where he got to because it was not easy like I know it wasn't easy so I'm really really happy for him yeah. and I'm happy for Jess too I love Jess
0: and I hate something preachy like I don't want to be I'm not I don't feel like I'm on a soapbox like like, trying to, like, you know, listen to whatever you want to do. Like, it's not, it's your life, live yeah, it how it you around. want. But I, I am saying that I wish. I'm only saying things on this podcast. It's the shit that they didn't tell you, right? It's shit they don't mm-hmm. tell you. I These are things I would have told my previous self yes. that I wish someone would have told me that I wish I could have had a healthy model of love of what a healthy relationship looks like that I could see an example of that I wouldn't settle for the less.
1: Amen. And this is not two people, two perfect people coming at you. No, we tell you our shit
0: and we're going to get to that.
1: Right. I Af- guess so.
0: After this break. <laughs> Uh-oh.
1: Gulp. <laughs> Something uh, I've been meaning to tell you. Check us out on Patreon. Nothing helps us out more than being on Patreon. Patreon.com slash sticky. You get uh, the
0: episodes a couple of days early. Sometimes you get them and the public never gets them
1: by accident. <laughs> also, you get Crypto Corner uh, every Tuesday night, 7 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. I'm live about crypto for hours on end. A lot of people have crushed it. I've made millionaires in my life. Something may be corny to some of you hearing this, but I've actually done it kind of a cool little fact um but because i'm obsessed with this stuff and we do
0: poker free rolls every month they're just free roll cash tournament cash prize tournaments and we're doing our last one of the year which means it'll be slightly juicy 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 it'll be kind of juicy
1: but really want to emphasize this too made millionaires right like emphasis on on it but but it's it's what they did Mm -hmm. it's not me we're gonna get to it okay okay okay
0: let the break happen. All
1: right, all
0: right. Hey, thanks for listening to our podcast. We just want to take a break to tell you, to like, thanks for listening to our podcast. And if you want to rate it, that would be really awesome for us. Like- Listen, we're
1: on break. We're not talking to you like podcast hosts right now. We're just talking to you like people. As a friend. And we just want to say, please rate the show because it helps out huge amounts.
0: Like, we're not desperate. We're, like, kind of
1: desperate. We're giving shout outs right now to all the people who are giving it ratings. So. Huge shout out right now to Brian Jorgensen. That was sick of you, dude. Thank you. God bless. Uh huge shout out right now to Mark. Mark W in Springfield, Connecticut.
0: Back to our podcast. Jenny Blight. Back to our podcast. In Tuscany, and Florida. back to our podcast. God bless you. Thank you. Steven.
1: Hugh- Thank you for supporting the <laughs> show. <laughs>
0: All right, we are back, and we're getting to all the stuff that I promised Steve that we would get to. Okay, what I'd really like to do right now, as our last episode of 2023, we're in a time of gratitude, mm-hmm. of Christmas holidays, the holiday spirit. It's
1: Christmas, and that's when you tell the truth. That's what the, Love Actually the says. The wrap
0: up, I guess. That I don't think they say that.
1: On that they said that on Love Actually. Did they say that on. He says it on the sign.
0: I don't. It's been a while. I tried to watch it
1: recently. Remember on I the fell sign. Asleep. With Kieran Knightley, and he does the sign thing, and he says, "Because it's Christmas, when you tell the truth, I'd never heard that in my life." But me
0: the way, neither. I until didn't I know. I saw was that tru- sign. For me, it's just whenever I get drunk, I tell the truth. True. <laughs> yeah, you just
1: tequila specifically.
0: All you have to do is light me up with a drink and a half, maybe a drink, no, and, no, maybe no, no. maybe less than that. Wine,
1: you fall asleep. Tequila, your truth telling yeah, bomb or thrower. vodka
0: too. Tequila, and, more. and I just I just spill out whatever's <laughs> in my. There's no filter from brain yeah, to mouth. No filter. Just whatever's in my head it's coming on out. Tell people how it is.
1: Um, Should we get you to <laughs> right Have regrets
0: in the morning, <laughs> but you know it's the wrap up of twenty twenty three. It's like the Spotify wrap, but uh,
1: but not branded. Not
0: branded that Thank way. You. Thank you. Or don't come for us. Thank this you. is for entertainment purposes. So I would like for this last segment to have us rate. Each area of life for 2023 okay. just a litmus test of how we're doing in okay. that area and what we'd like to see happen in 2024 okay okay the first area is finance
1: hmm out of 10 sure i would say you know uh, i'd say eight out of ten.
0: Oh, that's very high
1: well i would only i would only say it like because i'm more of a crypto banks
0: because you're aware of crypto things? I'm
1: aware of our crypto bags.
0: Bags, okay. Yes. I'm going to say 7 out of 10. Mm-hmm. 7 out of 10 not being aware of the crypto bags. Okay. So things I'm proud of us for are we have been solidly, completely out of debt for the past like six years. Mm-hmm. Like no car payments, no credit card balances. Uh, just we do, our mortgage. We do put things on credit card, but we pay the balance off every month just yeah. to build the credit scores and stuff. Yeah. But um, our mortgage is the only thing that we owe money to and I think- I mean that's just like we paid rent anyway. Yeah. Um so I'm really proud of us for staying out of debt. I think last year we were living it up a little too large. We oh, yeah. had a lot of disposable income and then I w- had a big poker score and yeah, we were um, large and, in and we uh we weren't exactly frugal. Uh, we, we didn't have
1: the conversations we should have. We didn't had.
0: have the right conversations. Yeah, and no. to me, it no was chance. I was a little disappointed in myself looking back on that because I've been such a great bankroll management like stickler about this percentage goes to investments, this percentage goes here. You mm-hmm. know, like I was very much like that all throughout my life and since 2012, like when uh shit was tough, right? And I've I've never lost sight of the fact that like you know, it could go back as well as I have a fire under my ass to yes. like keep things running smoothly. Right. True. And last year I think it was just so new. I was in thrust into such a new environment with new friends, a new way of, doing things in life and poker and poker world operates completely different when it comes to money it like the way that people talk about just rebuying into 5k events like five thousand dollar entry fees of events just over and over like bullets they call them mm-hmm. so you just they'll fire like 20 grand yeah, into we don't do that. into I, yeah and i don't mm-hmm. do that and so that i have i had a huge score and um was in that kind of environment and even though i didn't take shots at stakes that high i still went a little out of my comfort zone and also we were ordering postmates every night like we were doing like a lot of little things so i am proud of us for recalibrating and not only staying out of debt but also um, recalibrating to like hey let's go back to the sound mechanics of (laughs) Uh, how we operate our finances and get back on track there was a huge tax debacle like mess up with a company That's that we were working sure. with last year and we ended up switching companies but like there they put us in a weird a hole, weird hole for
1: a couple months A
0: very stressful situation yes. we don't have to talk about that but we stuck together and dug ourselves out of it like m- maneuvered around it we yeah. weren't like you know, digging out of it per se, Imagine but like you wake up one navigating day, let me that. Just, let
1: me just paint the picture. Imagine you wake up one day and then they're like, hey, you know how you have a bank account? And we're like, yeah. And like, cool, we've used all of it to pay taxes but that you don't even owe. Yeah. And that's what we're like, wait, what the hell? Yeah. And so, yeah, we guess what? We had to clamp down figure it out because we didn't know when we're going to get it back.
0: Yeah. They're like, oh, oopsies, we Oopsie made a mistake. Daisies. You know, we're going to file for the IRS to return that don't money worry. to you. Don't
1: get it back to you. And we're like, uh... Uh, the IRS doesn't give shit back. It takes forever.
0: Either takes forever or they're like, oh, we just rolled it over to the next year. Exactly. Like, that, bro, I don't have like, I don't want to give you no. like 20 extra G's. No. Like, what the fuck? Exactly. Yeah. So uh, that happened at the top of the year. was very stressful. And I think this year was just, you know, a lot of nose to the grindstone for both of us, 100%. you know, and um, really just being sound with. You know, not eating out every day, not ordering Postmates every day, not, you know, cutting back on entertainment costs and like going out. We and-
1: went through every little detail of yeah. our finances and just cut a lot of dumb stink, dumb shit that dumb we didn't. Shit.
0: Yeah, and then yeah. and then went and allocated new income sources as well Mm -hmm. to replace because Big Mood ended, so then that was over. And that was kind of a chunk of income. That was pretty good, pretty decent chunk of income that I had to- For like
1: a day of work, uh, a work a month for you. It was was more than, it was like a couple days, but yeah.
0: But yeah, yeah, so I had to find a new thing to replace that income stream. and, And so cutting back costs and then replacing the income cutting expenses, replacing income, like just getting the flow chart back mm-hmm, mm-hmm. to a comfortable place was uh, it's still a work in progress, but it's but we are we've managed nicely throughout the year yes. and I'm proud of us for doing that. So, I would rate it a 7 out of 10 only because we um we've done better in the past. That's for sure. But it, we have done I think I'm pretty proud of us too. So, yeah. not a not a bad score. All right. How about this one? Rate the career area of your life.
1: I'd say, uh, you know, I think because my, because eh, like JK, we kind of are, are in the comeback right yeah. now. So that that plus crypto corner is doing really well. Getting a lot of people um, understanding what I was talking about, about the market, which is all I ever hoped for. But then nobody really believes you until it happens. Yeah, I'd say I have to go an 8 out of 10 on that. I, I really do. I mean. It's so interesting because like, you know, if this was 10 years ago, I wouldn't believe myself about yeah. what I'm into right now. Right. But JK keeps my creative brain um, um, churning and like like satisfied. Mm-hmm. And then plus, I love those boys. Those boys are the best. And we all got tattoos this year and we had a great time and just feels like, you know, we're building again, which is awesome. And it feels like everyone's on the same page in a great way.
0: That's good. That hasn't that's, been. That's important. It hasn't been. Morale the case. is really important. It's so
1: important. It wasn't the case for a while. Yeah, right. There was just a, a, there was just like different currents in that room for yeah. a while and it just didn't work for a while. And so having everyone same current going the same direction. Yeah, it's so great. important. It's so important. For,
0: like it just feels better like on your soul. Like it's not so like weighted and heavy and
1: yeah, and everyone wants like, to be pushing there. a
0: boulder up a, a mountain.
1: Everyone wants to be there and nobody's like looking at the clock making, you know, I got to leave by this time or I can't wait to leave. Yeah, was the vibe for a while and it's like Jesus. I can't believe we get to do this. Like, yeah. You know like it's uh, that perspective is so important to me. But um that coupled with yeah, Crypto Corner, um feel very happy, very satisfied.
0: What would you like to see in an ideal world? What would you like to see happen in 2024 for your career?
1: Um I would say that like, you know, in an ideal world, every JK video we post gets like fucking ridiculous views. Mm-hmm. Um
0: So like a huge JK comeback.
1: Huge JK comeback. Because that's great for all the boys. And um, and then, yeah, I mean, that the, the comeback's already on for Crypto Corner. So it's like everything's on the comeback right now.
0: Would you ever get back into, like, screenwriting or your YouTube channel? I don't know. Or is know. that kind of, like, on the odds?
1: I feel like that industry is sort of in a weird place where, like, unless you're writing a superhero movie, like, you're pretty much, you know, SOL. <laughs>
0: Would you ever do more public crypto stuff, like, on your channel
1: or you know, streaming. when you do that stuff like i have to you know often i make fun of those guys because they talk about things that are like dumb like and I, I don't mean like i'm so much better than them it's just like you're if you're doing that mm-hmm. your audience is going to be people who talk about the most popular tokens mm-hmm. i don't buy the most popular tokens right i buy things nobody knows about yet so I it, the model doesn't really work for what I do necessarily if I'm going to be in public. Like, cause I'm not out there buying Doge Bonk or whatever. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm a, I'm actually putting time into research amazing projects that everyone's missing. And then by the time that they explode, right, like Coogee, for example, is a great example of that. I was buying Coogee for over a year. And now all these crypto YouTubers are talking about Coogee. Mm-hmm. People who like cryptos are us, who's a nice guy, I'm sure, but he doesn't do any of the reading. Like, they don't work hard. Yeah. I know they don't because they just skim the same projects and say the same talking points about them every day.
0: What if it was just like general mm-hmm. crypto? But real quick to close
1: that loop. Yeah. He would, he, whenever Kuji uh, got mentioned to him, he's, he'd say, I don't like the name or whatever. And it's like, you don't do any work. You really j- are just, I mean, it's good for them, right? They make their money off of people watching their videos, but they don't have to win at crypto. To be successful, they're already successful. Crypto's an accoutrement to their success, right? Yeah. For me, it's the opposite. Crypto Corner, I asked you for five bucks, that's it. Give me five bucks a month, and like, I am not farming you for APYs. I'm not trying to get you to give me even more money. Yeah. I want you to win for yourself. I will make my money in this game off of my moves. Mm-hmm. I always do that. And how can I sit here with such confidence about it? Because I do it every time. So like, that's why
0: I just, I guess would want more people to know about it. So I'm thinking about, you know, more ways to get like new people who like, who really have a desire to learn, but maybe not know that you even exist.
1: But then if you want to grow something, yeah, like you have to talk about what everyone's talking about.
0: I mean, maybe, like, general things, like, five things I wish I would have known about crypto before I started. Okay, yeah, you know? that's not Things bad. like that. Yeah. And, and it's, like, for more advanced advice on how I run things and do things. And, like, you're using personal examples of what you went through and your wins and kind of, like, letting people know, like, I can teach you. Right. Basically and I only say this because of how deeply I've gotten into the fish hobby <laughs> 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 that I've watched so many aquarium channels True. and they are like, they're very good at like talking about mistakes that they made when they were before, you know, Yeah, or that's you like learn. they'll do like short form content. That's like rating people's dirty fish tanks and what they need to do better, or like mistakes that they made or stuff like that. Sure. And it's just like little short form content like that gets you into it. And then if you want to, have the more advanced material you can like you know i don't know like you can watch their their more advanced stuff but like what you're talking about about the type of content that people seem to be making in crypto space it sounds like the youtube channels who their youtube channel is about how to build youtube channels and it's like well they don't actually need to be necessarily good at building then they could no. be giving you shit advice but because so many people are looking up how to build a youtube channel they're True. successful in a meta way <laughs> about building True. their youtube channels but they you don't know, what they mean, know right? everything the
1: top of the game yeah they're talking about what everyone else is already talking about and no, I, get I don't it. do that yeah. yeah
0: i know you don't want to you don't want to be it's not that i'm
1: better than it it's you just don't want that, to be doesn't the work. gym
0: what's his face that has the hot picks for stocks
1: Yes, exactly, the Kramer. The the Kramer, Kramer. Jim Kramer. You don't want to be Jim Kramer. Exactly. And
0: I, I don't think you should. I think you're... I've said from the beginning, you're very much the same way Phil Town was with, with the value investing and the Warren Buffett way and like... Um, yeah, of, that's what I'm all researching, about. researching. Like, yeah. uh, it's very research heavy. Yes. Not trading heavy. Yes. It's it's research and timing. Yes. Understanding the way the market works and then researching projects and, and then who's running the projects, who's managing them and then pouncing mm. on the right timing and dollar cost averaging.
1: And being responsible. Like, not selling your house for it. Like, right... Like, if you're any good at it, you can take a small amount and turn it into a big amount. Mm -hmm. Like, just recently, I spent a year buying Coogee. How much did I put in? I was putting in just a couple hundred bucks a month, right? You know about this. I put in eight grand total. I turned it into 65 in like two months, right? Two months of price action, not two months of work. I did the work for 12 for fucking 14 months. Just
0: an 80, 80, 800% return.
1: But exactly. But like, <laughs> but exactly. And and that's so important to me because I, I always, I don't ask anyone to do what I don't do myself. So, you know, I recently, because I tell everyone everything that I'm doing in Crypto Corner. You see my whole portfolio. I show you everything because unlike these crypto tubers, I call them tubers scum, i don't think that they're actually doing what they say they're doing Mm -hmm. i don't buy it i don't because they always talk about the perfect move and all this stuff my people got to see everything that i was doing from the bottom up how i build the house right yeah i think that that and then obviously Look at me, I wear all this stuff all the time. So like, you can go back to all these videos, timestamp all this stuff, when when all this stuff was was worthless to people. Mm-hmm. Worthless to people. And I was buying them with the serious mindset that it takes to win in this game. Like you said, the Warren Buffett mindset, which I found out about later, it, I'm not bragging about that, it's just one of those things that I accidentally found through crypto is value investing, mm-hmm. like finding, and I didn't even know it was called that. Just finding amazing projects and buying the hell out of them, treating it seriously when nobody else is yeah. is how you win in the game. Yeah, 100%. But yeah, people don't do not do that. They yeah, people don't have patience. They don't have patience.
0: A lot of people act with their emotions and that's that's why you can win in the game. Yes. Because if everybody acted logically, you wouldn't have the dips and the crazy chaos that you, the moments of opportunity that you're looking for. And I
1: have a neighbor. Oh, I, real quick, I have a neighbor and I'm like, telling him about this the whole time i'm like dude you got to get in here during the lows and now he wants to get in because everything's up
0: yeah that's how a lot of the stock market people work too like they people don't want to buy until they see something happen they're so scared and then by the time things are exploding it's too late
1: and yeah credit to him he's like dude you told me you told me i wish i did it i should have done it but like i wish he did it too yeah i wish he did it right (laughs)
0: For me, I would rate my career life an 8 out of 10 as well. I think I uh, this year has been an incredible... Incredible amount of momentum. I, you know, I have like goal posts, right? Just like last year where I had goal posts of like learning tournament strategy. I didn't know I was going to final table the WSOP and being a six figure score that most people take years and years and decades to fucking accomplish. Um, I just had like goal posts, right? Same with career this year. I had, I wanted to commentate more and I had some goal posts, but I way exceeded them where yes. it was just a crazy amount of momentum that I'm super grateful for. Um, but one thing just led to another and it was very organic i wasn't i didn't feel like i was like hustling hustling hard to like you know doing cold calls or it was just like one opportunity led to another led to another led to another to the point where like i'm working with some of the biggest poker companies uh, out there right now and um and it's been really cool like it's been really a fun experience it just feels like a good fit You know, this industry has really resonated with me in a way that I never would have predicted. You'd have told me like a few years ago, like, Oh yeah, you're gonna be a voice in the poker industry. I would have laughed at you. I would have thought that was the most ridiculous. The only person who would have believed
1: it is me. Because I've always said, you're my sitcom wife, and people like to make fun of me over the years, like, Steve think it's crazy, because like he comes home and like, oh yeah, Nikki's cooking now, it's crazy, and I'm like, <laughs> no, dude, you have no idea, this chick, just, <laughs> just you have no idea. I Mr.
0: Magoo my way into everything. everything. Like, anything that I'm like, oh, that seems cool, I just end up there. And it
1: makes no sense. It makes no, no sense. There's no rhyme or reason. Poker... And acting does not line up.
0: You know, I was visiting with my cousins and they were like my little cousins who thought it was so cool that I was a YouTuber. Like yeah. the whole lives they're like just so like in awe that like, you know, the channels they watch, like mm-hmm. we, we know them and hang out with them. They're my wedding where there was like big YouTubers there. OK, so now I'm not cool anymore because they're like, do you know, Mr. Beast? And I'm like, no, I don't know Mr. Beast. I, and they're like, oh, like you got to you got to work with Mr. Beast. Like uh, he's the guy. And, and I was His like, I'm sorry. I don't like I know all the old school YouTubers. I don't know Mr. Yep. Beast. And then within a few months it's like my old buddy uh, Sean Klitzner calls me and it's like, Shut "Hey, up. I'm working with Mr. Beast. You want to be on a video?" Yeah. <laughs> and I did an audition process like they had me on camera like and uh, and they were like, "Okay, fly out tomorrow." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like wow. that literally how it went down. It's just like it sometimes feels like if I stare at something too long, I, I attract it into my life. For better or for worse. So I have to be very careful where my attention goes. If I think of a negative thing too long, I will attract it into my life. That's true. So I am very conscious of that. And I just think it's funny at this point, like the little things, because when I found out for the show, The Big Game with Poker Stars, I used to watch the show when I first got into poker and it was so cool. It's like a game show mm-hmm. where they pick like an amateur poker player and they give them like this insane amount of money to play high stakes with the pros. And it was really fun. They have to play 150 hands and any money they make over the initial buy in, they get to keep. And if they don't make any money over the initial buy in, then they lose it all. And so it was so fun to watch. And I was like, man, I wish they still did game shows like this I still I wish they still had reality like poker shows but like the industry kind of got depleted after online poker crashed yeah. right or like it got it became illegal right so they had black friday and then all these company online poker sites that were sponsoring all these shows they had they had to disappear basically and so now there's like a mini poker boom happening it's like such right place right time so i found out this place this show was coming back and that they were holding the auditions in vegas yeah. and i was already going to be there cuz i already had a ticket to their main event from promoting it on the podcast i produced so i was already going to be there and the audition process is like what i described earlier you had to win a shootout and then you had to go through two rounds of auditioning and i was just like stoked that the show was coming back then i was like oh i can't believe i could actually audition for the show but the odds of getting there is so hard because like you have to win a poker tournament first which is not easy to do and then you have to parlay that into being good on camera enough to bink the one of two slots that they had open. Insane. So it just seemed like a long shot but I had to try and then you what it. you know yeah. I ended More up on two. the show. So that's been so fun to work on and I just everywhere I go uh people industry colleagues have been like, "Man, you're just everywhere right now." Yeah. And I am and I you haven't are. really like consciously tried to just be everywhere honestly like i just have been doing what i'm passionate about and like taking opportunities that come up as they come up authentically like very organically and um ending up in crazy situations where i'm now playing high stakes against phil Youth and jennifer tilly for for, <laughs> for hundreds of thousands of dollars and uh it's been an amazing ride i'm incredibly grateful i every day as scary as it is because it's the unknown and i don't have anything like solidly established yet Mm -hmm. like i did with youtube years and years of grinding youtube i feel like every day is an adventure anything could happen at any day like true at any time and and it really is like all possibilities are possible where i feel like sometimes as you grow older you're just like you don't believe in magic anymore because you're like well that would never happen so sure. then it's blocked from your beliefs and then it doesn't happen but because of how crazy my life has been from personal experience anything is possible at any time and i'm just really open to um whatever's next and i'm i'm really excited for 2024 In an ideal world, I would partner up with one of the companies that I've worked with this year, and I've worked with all of them, Mm -hmm. like pretty much all of them. I'd say there's maybe like one or two poker companies that I haven't worked with this year, but pretty much all of them. If I partnered up with one of them and did commentary for them, like exclusively yeah. as part of like a contract. That'll and then happen. I started a new podcast this year, too. I didn't even talk about that, yeah, yeah. but I started Aceholes. You've Holes. talked about it
1: before, though. Thank you. Yeah. Part.
0: But as when I was listing off all the things yep. that I've been busy with, like I, d- I started with the podcast, the Aceholes podcast. Mm-hmm. You can check it out. I haven't even had time to promote it on the vlogs or anything. It was just like, we just went go, go, go after that. But, um, but I think like there's a real opportunity for us to partner as a podcast with a company and that would be really cool and i'd be really happy just sinking my teeth into that kind of a grind and then vlogging all of it like so just whittling my plate down to working with one company commentating doing the podcast and vlogging all of it love it which sounds like still a lot but like it is a whittle down from what i've been doing right now which is like way too much just so much all the time all right um how would you create how would you rate the love romance part of our lives
1: i mean obviously i i gotta go i gotta go um uh, believe it or not 10 out of 10 yeah yeah okay i mean look i know that like romance wise we haven't gotten to do date nights and stuff yeah but like i and like dude i don't know what it is but like you're just like a fucking battery that i can like be around and like i get charged up again and like i, I hug you and like i feel all full of love and all the beautiful feelings. But I wish I could hang out with you more.
0: Yeah. Is that something you'd like to see more of in twenty twenty four? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. But
1: I but you know, but I but it's it's not something that I'm like, oh damn.
0: Yeah.
1: Uh like I'm not like that. Yeah. Like it's it's very it's good.
0: So I'm just like Asian mom, I guess, because I haven't yeah. rated anything as high. I'm always like one step below That's you. That's fine. Um, but I I would still rate it eight out of ten, which mm-hmm. is the same that I rated my career, which is where I spent most of my energy this year. But um, I still because of I I rated eight out of ten because I I love love and I love romance and you know like I love our 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 like getaways, our vacations we used yes, to take, our our that. date nights that we used to do once a week, yep. and. I feel like this is the most apart that we've been yeah. in our entire relationship, but at the same time I'd never felt an ounce of weakness like or like support drawn away. If anything, I feel like more supported because we're both nose to the grindstone and what we're passionate about doing and super supportive of each other along the way. And it wasn't just like one person longing to like hang out. It's like, no, we both, there's a, we both know that there's a time for work and a time for play. And we've always been so on the same page about everything the entire way. And when we aren't on the random times, rare times that we aren't, there's a communication that's like, oh, okay. Yeah. I get you. Even though I'm in this other place in my life, like, Mm Like, I, I see you. I support you. Um, it wasn't like that this year. We were both really busy, and yep. we were both super supportive of each other. And I I didn't, for a moment, feel like there was anything in jeopardy with our relationship. Never for I a I felt... Second very strengthened by the fact that you're like my biggest supporter every time I was commentating you were in the chat room and the stream just supporting (laughs) Mm -hmm. and that's all I could ever ask for is like the most supportive partner in the world also you started cooking for me this year that was pretty Mm -hmm. romantic I think like small like
1: I try to add a new skill every year that I didn't do before yeah
0: and I think that because like my love language is acts of service and quality time but also acts of service yep they're like tied. Um, that that was like, I felt very loved. I feel Good. very special. Still got to be
1: though. Still got to be. Got to get better. Very
0: important. Very loved. Very special. It made me feel, that's how I receive love. And yeah. um, I very much felt in love with you this year. And and my only reason for rating it 8 out of 10 is because like, I like the romance and I'd like to see more of that in 2024. I, I understand that. And I have a hard time reading anything 10 out of 10. I know. I know. <laughs> I think if like our finances were like insane, like we have like $100 oh, million, yeah. dollars, that would be then different. obviously I would rate it 10 out of 10. But yeah. I have extreme. Things yeah. for rating 10 out of well, 10. Well, that's the first
1: thing I would do probably um, is go on vacation with you. Yeah. Because we haven't done that in two years now.
0: Yeah, 100%. Like, and then Mexico I would,
1: was kind of a vacation, but it was so short.
0: To me, what money represents is just being able <laughs> to do more with what I'm already passionate about doing. Like, like you get to do more with crypto mm-hmm. and I get to do more with poker. Like I get to do more of the stuff I'm already doing, but at a higher level. Yes. And I like so many times I feel like a little bit limited by, by, you know, m- money with like, Oh, I'd like to do this with the podcast. I'd like to get an editor. I'd yeah, like to do yeah, that. Exactly. But we're just kind of, I have my hands tied a little bit because yep. like, well, we're not there yet revenue wise. And yep. I can't, I don't have like the extra funds to invest in that. Whereas like having the freedom to build a quality product would be so sick. For sure. Um. So yeah, in 2024, would love to have like, Just money to invest in our own shit with. Um, We have, we've been doing a little bit of that, but I, I would like to see more of that. And then and with money comes freedom of like being able to go more date nights and stuff like that. All right. I'm just going to kind of put all of these into the the same category because we're um, coming to the end, but um, I had family, friends, and then friends and social as separate ones, but let's just put them together. Family, friends, and social life.
1: Um, i'm gonna go eight out of ten
0: yeah any reason
1: um only because i mean when i see my friends like it's like once a month when i go to jk right and then like i would say that my i have like a great relationship with our neighbors um but like i always i always think that that could be improved on for sure
0: that's actually crazy to me because i w- would rate this like a 9.5 out of 10. Really? Um, i would rate it actually probably it's as close as 10 out of 10 as i can get i have never felt like i've had this like many friends in a in a way that's close like i've always had one or two close friends and i'm fine with that and i operate fine with a close circle but I really feel this year I've, I've felt very wealthy in friendships. and sure. And I'm not the social person in our relationship. So this is very new for me. Usually it's Steve that is out there making lots of friends. And then I'm also there and I get along with everybody and I can, you know, have conversations. But it's not me going out and making a lot of friends. Whereas this year I've felt like I have a... A support system Mm -hmm. and there's been like just I felt very close to people in the community and that I've been working with and um, I have like a girl group um, because when Big Mood ended I was like I might never like have a close girl group again and Mm -hmm. then I immediately found it with in poker with a close group of girls and I feel like I can um, go to people for support about anything that's and cool. I feel, yeah, I've, I haven't felt that in a long time. And as far as families goes, you know, I mentioned my grandma passing away and your grandma passed away this year too. And mm-hmm. this was the first Thanksgiving that both of our parents were together it was awesome in the same room that we hosted. And although it, it's it been rocky in both of our family but dynamics, extended family, yeah. extended family dynamics, I felt everyone coming together for that. Yeah, moment awesome. and just so I felt a lot of love in the room like Definitely. where I mean even going to LA and I stayed at my aunt's house like I feel I can go if any time something went terribly wrong and I was in trouble or in danger I feel like I have so many lifelines that I can call like I I have a place to go like I I have tons of cousins and aunts and uncles and um your your family and my family and friends that i feel v- extremely involved in a community aspect of of support yeah, and sure. um and i don't think i guess i've just never felt that before i was very alienated in school public school um i felt very alienated out of school like in career and stuff and in youtube life a lot of times um it was hard to know like when you're actually in a friend group like sometimes i would feel i was and then i yeah, wasn't I think that's
1: probably what sucks about my friendship status thing is because like i used to see these boys like in jk like every two weeks and now i see them once a month yeah just because i live in vegas now so i feel like I'll, i mean even though i feel very close to them i see them all hanging out like every two weeks and then like there's a lot of inside jokes i'm not in on yeah and then so it's just like when i go back i have to be filled in on certain things and it's just like feels different than it used to feel
0: definitely yeah. i mean i it's i not not re-
1: knock on anybody, it's just circumstances
0: i relate to that i feel like i went i was the opposite all my life i felt like i was always like the odd man out where they had inside jokes and even in my family because i lived in santa barbara growing up and my the entire extended family lived in la so they would all hang out together and then when i visited on like spring break or thanksgiving it's like they had all these inside jokes and so i always just felt isolated throughout my entire life and i think this is the first time ever that i've felt very supported and that was it's weird to me because my emphasis has always been on career and finance and um and then and like romance because that social friendship aspect was really missing for mm-hmm. me and even like family-wise I've always been close to my family but and I know that there's a support system there but I think just feeling all the love this year from sadly a uh, like a passing of one of the family members but you know the amount of joy she brought to everyone and the amount of life she brought to the world like I felt like we were celebrating her life more than yeah. mourning her She's death and it was It was just a lot of love and I felt I feel very like lucky in that regard to have found such a strong place with people and I I still have like paranoia or feelings or like oh no like what if I feel this way and then they can just like they can just reject me at any moment and then I won't be part of the group you know what I mean because of the past but like learning to trust people and like be like actually embrace close relationships has been um new this year and i hope that just becomes stronger the longer that we know each other into 2024 and the bonds that i've created with people just get stronger and stay that way on
1: to 2024 folks
0: yeah um, so yeah, I have a lot to yep. cele- a lot of, lot to celebrate. Thank you for sticking thank around you, with us. This has been our fifth year of shit they don't insane. tell you, which insane. is insane. Thanks um, all of you. Thanks, Mark. We got Mark. the Spotify uh, rap stuff stats, and yep. I just really again want to say thank you to everyone that's listened, that's shared this podcast with anyone for that's real. that's commented, so that's been there the whole way. I know this is like this is the least involved I've been on my own social media, um, you two YouTube channels. I've just been reestablishing myself in a new industry and a lot of you have been like really patient with me and understanding and that means the world to me because i have a lot of like almost like guilty mom complex Very where like so. i feel like i left my babies for a little bit and um i feel like a bad mom but um it's all for the betterment of the family and uh, i just really appreciate you guys that have have stuck around and been supportive and like are just excited for the comeback and uh, i'm excited to get back to it in 2024 so thanks guys thanks, thanks for everybody. listening and uh we'll see you next year
1: Bye-byes. bye
0: bye